welcome everyone and thank you for joining us here on The Rescue, where you will hear Brother Dewey Dewar preaching in the Word of God concerning the last days and events that are in our world today, leading to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Most importantly, that you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And now, here's your speaker, Brother Dewey Dewar. In Proverbs, the first chapter, the seventh verse. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord Jesus Christ is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instructions. Everyone's trying to prove their way of life was good enough for God. But the Word of God says that the fear of the Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, God the Father, and God the Holy Spirit, three persons, one God. When you fear God, the beginning of knowledge, beginning of the wisdom of the words of God. You know, all through my life, I was always looking for a better way of life, uh, more money and uh, more excitement. But I never really thought much about what would happen if I should die that very second of my life. Through all the 49 three-quarter years, I went through life, even though I'd had instructions of the Bible when I was a child. My mother was a Christian. She was a Church of God preacher. You say, well, I don't like women preachers. So what? If you won't preach it, God will get him a rock. My mom was a rock. She a rock of salvation to preach the gospel to the people in Mormon, Kentucky. But when you fear God, then there's a beginning of knowledge. All of those 49 three-quarter years, searching, 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 never could find the key of eternal life until one day I saw the Bible and was read the instructions of eternal life. What a wonderful thing it is to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You know, oddly enough, he was there all the time. What a wonderful word. He was there all the time. He's there all the time. He was there all the time. We just were waiting. He was there all the time. He was there. For peace in some void I was trying to blame all my guilt On this world I was in Surface relationships Used me till I was done in while although someone was waiting to free me from my 
my sin He was there all the time He was there all the time Waiting was there all the time he was there all the time yes he was there all the time I know a lot of times young man some years ago sang that song and how much truth there was in that such wonderful truth knowing that Jesus was there all the time. Today I want to reason with you again. I often quote this scripture because it's so important in everything you do in life you always reason about something. You're reasoning how you're going to, what you're going to do today, where you're going, uh, if this will work or if that will work. In the life you live, reasoning is, a, is the important thing to do. Because if you don't reason about things, generally you fall on your face. If you don't reason about the Word of God and properly, rightly divide the Word of Truth, then you will go to hell. And hell in the lake of fire will be your eternal destiny. I'm sure you don't want to go there. But you know what? There's a key. A key to eternal life. And we're going to be talking about that key today. But Isaiah, the first chapter and 18th verse says, Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins... Be a scarlet. You say, well, I'm not a sinner. One man told me he wasn't a sinner. But I said, the word of God said, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3, 23. And Romans 6, 23 says, the wages of sin is death. Death in a lake of fire. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So today, I want you to come again and reason with me about just regular life and then about eternal life. So he said, Come now, let us reason together. Saith the Lord, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat of the good of the land. That means eternal life. And joy unspeakable. And the joy that God gives a person, the peace with God, you will have if you will reason properly with me today. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is the day of salvation, and it's up to you. You have the power to become the Son of God within you by hearing the Word of God. Faith come by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Over in John, the first chapter, 112. As many as received Jesus Christ, to them gave He the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. So you have the power to determine your eternal destination. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat of the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword of the mouth of the Lord, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Over in Isaiah, is telling you to reason. But over in the end of the Bible, the 1611 King James Version, it says those who have refused him 
will have their name erased out of the book of life and they will be cast into the lake of fire forever and ever, never ending, constant torment throughout eternity. So you have the key within you, but that key will not work unless you believe in the death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Also in Proverbs, it says wisdom. Wisdom crieth. She utter her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief places. And then she says, how long, you simple ones? Because I've called you and you refuse. I'm reading down through Proverbs 1, the first chapter, and through the first 24 verses. But God is saying to you, I've called you. But 25 tells you, you have set at naught all my counsels. Verse 25 of Proverbs. You have set naught all my counsels. And none of my reproof. You would none of my reproof. Verse 26 tells it all. I also will laugh at your calamities. Calamities, the horrors that happen to you in this life. And will happen a billion times worse throughout eternity as you spend your eternal destination forever and ever in a lake of fire. He said, I'll be laughing at you because you set naught at all my counsels and would not of my reproof. I will also laugh at you in your calamities. I will mock when you fear, when your fear cometh on you. And when your fear cometh desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you, then you shall call, then you shall call, then they shall call upon me, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, you'll call, but I will not answer you. See, you can't just get saved. You can't receive Jesus Christ at your decision. It's when you hear the word of God, faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God, the Holy Spirit brings that word into your heart and you must make a decision. You just put it off. That's saying no to God. But he said, one day I will not call you anymore. You'll be calling me. That's what God said. You'll be calling God. And he said, and then they shall call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they that hated knowledge did not choose to fear the Lord. Remember the first verse? First chapter, seventh verse. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. You know, a lot of people, they take offense when you call them a fool. But if a man is a fool, he describes himself because he refuses wisdom. The dictionary says a fool is one who is a jester, a clown, a person who will not receive the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Surely the Bible has called him a fool. The Bible tells us that there is a key to eternal life. That key is believing in the death, the burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Didn't say maybe. For with the heart man believeth, believeth unto righteousness. With the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So just knowing the history of the Bible, 
is no value except for your earthly knowledge. It's like a history book. It's important to know the history of the Bible. It's the record that God had all the prophets to pin down that you could know how to go to heaven. That's why Jesus died on Calvary's cross. He's given you the record of that. But you not only must have the history of the Bible, the knowledge of it, but you must have the wisdom of God to be saved. Faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. See, Jesus is the door. He said, by me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. So no man can come to Jesus except by him. The Father which sent him made the way by allowing Jesus to come to Calvary's cross. So in John 6, we find that God himself has supplied the wisdom you need by the words of God. Only by the words of God. The 1611 King James Version of the Bible. My small Bible here. No matter how small or how large, it's still the wisdom of God. The instructions of God is given to you freely. But John 6, Jesus made it real plain. He said, no man can come to me except the Father which sent me draw him and I will raise him up the last day. No man can come to me. John 6, No man can come to me except the Father which sent me draw him and I will raise him up to the last day. How does God draw you? By the words of God. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So believing in the death, the burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ is the key to salvation. But the key must be used. Believing is the key. Now, I've got a bunch of keys here. Thousands and thousands of keys all over this earth. Here's a, maybe a hundred or so keys. But I've also got a lock here. An old lock. The Word of God. The old words. The old way. Not the new versions, but the old way. This old lock must have a key of all these keys to open it. Now, all these keys are rep representing hundreds of religions with all kinds of keys that they think will open the lock to eternal life. But on this thing, there's only one key. One key of all those keys. And it shines. You look at it closely and you say, all those keys. But where is the key that opens the lock? Uh-oh, here's one right here. Let's try it. If this is the right key, then this lock will open. It opened. The right key is Jesus. The Bible says, he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but by me. So you've got to get by the locked door in order to go to eternal life, and that's through Jesus Christ. Without opening that lock, it would stay locked forever. But of all the religious systems in the world, these keys represent all the different false doctrines. None of these keys will open the lock. I could try them all. None of them would do it. But one key, one key gives eternal life. And in the Holy Scripture, that one key is... You're believing in the death, the burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Believing that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. Knowing the history of the Bible. 
knowing the spiritual portion of the Bible and believing in the death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, then that lock becomes open and you ask Jesus to come in your heart. See, you can't even ask him in until you've used the key of belief. You must believe before you even have a prayer. When you believe in the death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the key of eternal life becomes yours if you use it. You use it by simple prayer. Father Jesus' name, I ask Jesus to come into my heart. He already knows you believe. More faster than you can say those words. When you believe, the door opens. Jesus, I'm the, I'm the door. No man can come to me except the Father would sent me. Draw him. So Jesus is drawing you today or someday in your life when someone preaches to you the Word of God. How many times do you get a chance to try that key? You don't try it. You accept it by faith that that key is going to open that lock. And he said, him that cometh to me, I will no wise cast out. So by using a simple parallel as a key of salvation with an old lock, that old lock is the Word of God. It's indestructible. It's been here for all these years. For nearly 6,000 years, they've been trying to tell you how to go to heaven. It's not by the sand that some people try to sell you. The sand that comes from Israel, it's not from the water, it's not from the ground of Israel or any other ground on any other earth. Jesus is the solid foundation. He's the rock. Now who is the rock? Now here's a bunch of rocks. There's none of them exactly the same, but they also represent hundreds, probably maybe a thousand different religions. But as I look through the rocks, I see a lot of similarities. For instance, here's two rocks. And they look pretty close to the same thing. But they're different. One of them is completely different. That is the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the rock. He's, he's the salvation. This is what I'm trying to show you today. You can look at all these keys, all these things. Only one key will open the door of eternal life. And that's the key that you use to open that lock. That's faith believing in the death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you go out into the diamond mines and you look at all the rocks and all the different ones. And all of a sudden you see one. You know this is a rock that has a diamond. The diamond of salvation is the word of God. That's Jesus. He's the one. So as we look, how do you do this? You say, well, how can I believe? How can I believe? You listen to the words of God. The words of God and the Holy Spirit are bringing them into your heart today. And you have a right to refuse them. You can throw the key away. You can throw the lock away. But you can't throw the lock away. But you can never, never say you didn't hear the word of God. Because when God, when you're hearing the words of God, you're looking at the words of salvation. You're hearing the words of God, salvation. So you must activate something. What is this something? In yourself, you have three natures. Let's say one of them is your will and the mind and then your emotions. Everything that you do in life stirs your emotions. And most of the times your emotions are not the best thing for you by no means. But what you will to do, 
overrides your mind and your emotions. If you don't want to do something, you won't do it. It's for instance, if you put your finger over a candle, and you can make yourself by will put it over that candle. Your mind will say, do it, that'll burn you. Yet you can still do it because your mind will obey that will to do it. Even though your flesh is cooking. And it'll be cooking, I'll guarantee you. And the eternal destination for everyone that doesn't believe in the death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to go to hell in the lake of fire. But your willpower can change that situation. As I said, if I take my finger and I put it, I can make it go over that candle. Even though my flesh is burning, my mind is telling me not to do that, but my will overrode my mind. My emotions will be probably screaming that hurts because the flesh is seeing something is wrong. Your will today can keep you from becoming a victim of hell and the lake of fire, which Satan wants you there. But you can't take any other key. The key to eternal life is faith believing, believing in the death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. The keys of all kinds of religion. I mean, there is millions of religion, but there's only one key to salvation. That's believing in Jesus Christ. There's but one door. There's but one lock. Your belief and your death, your burial, your resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, His resurrection, your belief in that, the key of faith believing, opens the lock. But without using your willpower to open that lock, remember what I said? John 1.12 As many as believed in Him, to them gave He the power to become the sons of God. So the key is your willpower believing in Jesus. Now God knows your heart. You can't halfway believe in Jesus. You've got to say all or nothing. There is no partial belief in get, that's going to get you to heaven. It's believing. The whole Bible, the whole action, the whole works of the Lord Jesus Christ that He was crucified on Calvary's cross for you. So your faith believing is the key to salvation. And He's the rock. He's the solid foundation. He's the one who can deliver you. He'll open the door. When you believe, you come into the presence of God. God borns a new creature inside that body. I mean, it's an instant action on April 27, 1980. He was there all the time. I just didn't want to recognize him. Jesus is all-present, all-powerful, and all-knowing. God the Father is all-present, all-powerful, and all-knowing. God the Holy Spirit is there, all-present, all-powerful, all-knowing three persons, but one God. One God. He's there all the time. So your willpower, by using the Holy Scripture, faith come by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. When you act upon your willpower on the Word of God, then you will become a Christian. So you must use your willpower to convince your mind that that's the right key. That's the right key to this old lock. The right key is to believe in the Word of God and act upon the Word of God. Faith come by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. That if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It's not by works. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, You're saved by grace, the unmerited favor of God. Not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. 
least any man boast. You're saved by grace through faith, not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, least any man boast. If you don't act upon that key that God gives you, the willpower that you have a right to refuse Him, or you can accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Your willpower. And that's why God gave you the free, more, you're a free moral agent. You can do what you want to. You can simply disregard the words of God. You will not use the key of believing in the death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you'll stand out beside, outside of the door of God throughout eternity. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the door. I am the life. And no man's going to come to the Father except by Jesus Christ. He was crucified on Calvary's cross that you could be saved. That you could go to heaven. You can listen to all the other keys all over this world. All the religions. I'll tell you one thing. There is no religion about Christianity. It's Christianity. It's the way. It's the only way. I know I came there on April 27, 1980. And I asked Jesus Christ. He was there all the time. Standing, waiting in line. And then, I believed by my own willpower. Nobody made me. The Holy Spirit was telling me, you need to because you're going to go to hell unless you believe in the death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you ask Him to come in your heart. If you don't do that, you're going to burn. It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of a living God. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Romans 2.3 tells a pretty good story. And thinkest thou, O man, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God, the Word of God? All the religions of the world all set out to take you to hell. But the key to the lock of eternal salvation, the key that will open eternal life to you, Jesus is standing there waiting for you to activate the key that's built into you. As many as received Jesus, to them gave He the power to become the sons of God. That is your willpower. That's believing the words of God. 1611 King James Version of the Bible. Don't let the world cheat you out of eternal life with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's set on sending you to hell in every direction. God's trying to stop you. He wants you to go to heaven. He wants you to go to heaven. I want you to go to heaven. Every Christian wants you, lost man, to, lost woman, to go to heaven. How soon? The coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The simple prayers we close. Forget about all the other things. Just remember this simple prayer after you believe. Believe and then thank God for saving you. Dear God, I believe in you, Jesus. I believe in your death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe you arose from the dead for my justification. Jesus, come into my heart. Thank you for coming into my heart. It happens instantly. Jesus said to him that cometh to me, I will no wise cast out. Do it today. Save your life. Thank you.